Hello, and welcome to Season 2 of Let's Listen. My name is Sam Hillestad, and if you're new here, what I do is I take the audio from some of my favorite video games, and I try to turn it into a really seamless listening experience. Think of it as an audio-only Let's Play. So to make that work, I cut out all the boring bits of video games, all the loading screens and repetitive gameplay, and then I act as your narrator, helping you visualize what's going on. For season two, I played Grim Fandango, an epic tale of crime and corruption in the land of the dead. It's this absolutely zany adventure game from the 90s that blends Mexican folklore with film noir in the most bizarre but delightful way. The characters are all Calaca figures, and it takes place in the land of the dead, but the characters are also all chain smokers, and everyone and everything is mired in corruption. Basically, imagine if you told the writers of Pixar to mix Coco with a black and white detective film. Unfortunately, it was so ahead of its time and so weird and frankly so hard that nobody really played it. But it has since become a cult classic because of just how creative and hilarious it is. And that is on full display right from the beginning, where we see a man in a cheap green suit sitting behind an office desk, tapping his foot, clearly anxious. And then a tall figure enters the room. It's a skeleton cloaked in black, holding a scythe. Sorry for the wait, Mr. Flores. I am ready to take you now. Take me? Take me where? Now, now. There's no need to be nervous. Nervous? No. It's just your appearance. It's a little intimidating. Intimidating? Me? But I'm your friend. My name's Manny Calavera. I'm your new travel agent. I don't want a new travel agent. I want to go home. <laughs> you can't go home, Celso. You're dead. But you're not alone. Everybody here is just as dead as you. That's why we call it the land of the dead. Are you ready for your big journey? No. What journey? The four-year journey of the soul. It is quite a big trip. And I can't lie to you, Celso. It could be very, very dangerous. Unless you were to take that money you were buried with and buy a better travel package from us. I mean, wouldn't you rather cross the land of the dead in your own sports car? Maybe try a luxury ocean cruise? Or, if you led a very good life, you may even be eligible for a ticket on the number nine itself. The number nine? That's our top-of-the-line express train. It shoots straight to the ninth underworld, the land of eternal rest, in four minutes instead of four years. But very few people qualify. Let's take a look at your records. Hmm? Hmm. Well, the bad news is the train appears to be just out of your reach, but I still got a couple of tricks up my sleeve here. Mm-hmm. Yaha! Yes, that's the ticket. The Excelsior Line. It's a walking stick. Yes, she's a beauty. That compass and the handle will sure come in handy, too. Oh, you're going to have a great trip. Wish I was going. Why don't you? You could give me a lift. Oh, I can't leave here until I've worked off a little debt to the powers that be. Community service, eh? Well, I guess there are some folks worse off than me. 
Oh, I'll be leaving here soon enough. No thanks to dead and no commission low-life cases like yours, Menso. Hey, Manny. The boss told me to tell you not to leave early tonight. He wants to talk to you about something when he gets back from his trip. Tell Don not to worry. I'm not going anywhere. Especially not with clients like that. Manny throws off his cloak and stilts. Where do they get these guys? They don't qualify for anything good, so I can't sell anything good. Can't work off my time and I'm stuck. Stuck selling walking sticks to a bunch of burros for eternity. I need better clients. I need a real saint. I need a lead on a rich, dead saint. Manny's desk rumbles. Hmm. ¿Qué es esto? A capsule pops out of a tube. It's the DOD's pneumatic messaging system. Manny opens the capsule and reads the message. It's some sort of special work order. To all agents from office manager Don Copel. All right, you boneheads. Thank you, lucky stars, and get to your friggin' cars. We have a mass poisoning on our hands. Too many dead to assign specific cases. So all clients are first come, first serve. So let's see some hustle out there. Whatever you say, Hiffy. Without his cloak and stilts, Manny just looks like an ordinary salesman with a big smile and checkered suit. He's short, but that smile and broad shoulders suggest he might have been handsome when he was alive. He leaves his office and enters the hallway. He sees Ava, the office secretary, diligently tapping away at her typewriter. Buenos dias. Manny, why aren't you at the poisoning? What poisoning? The Code 3 gazpacho poisoning that everybody's at but you. Why do I send out memos if nobody reads them? Any messages for me? Besides the one about the poisoning? Yeah. I only have one other message for you, Manny. I'm not your secretary. I don't take your messages. So get it through your thick skull and stop forwarding your phone to me. All right. But that sounded more like four messages to me. In my heart, though, you're still my secretary. Manny, what are you talking about? I was never your secretary, even when you were on top. I got one boss, same as you, Don Copel. Come on, I know you work for another man besides Don. Well, what are you talking about? I know you take memos for Hurley sometimes. Ah, oh, Manny, just beat it, will ya? But Manny lingers. So, you going to the Christmas party? After the spectacle you made of yourself last year, I wouldn't miss it for the world. He shakes that one off. Any good gossip? Well, I heard Domino got a raise. Por favor, tell me some good news, why don't you? I still love you. You're all I really need, Bayesa. Well, I gotta go hit the bricks. Okay, you show those bricks a lesson. Mind if I use your hole punch? Knock yourself out. Thanks. Gets the aggressions out, doesn't it? And then Manny gets to the garage just in time to see his rival salesman Domino drive off. And he notices that his car and driver are both missing. So he goes to the nearby maintenance shed to see what's going on. Hey, service! Hey, who the- 
And out pops the mechanic. Oh, sorry, sir. I didn't expect... Sales agents usually don't come over to this part of the garage. He's not a skeleton like Manny, though. He's this big, orange oaf in a mechanic's outfit with a mouth three sizes too big. I'm Calavera. Manny Calavera. My name's Gladys. I don't get many visitors. Hey, I got a message for a Mr. Calavera. Uh, your driver said that Mr. Hurley said that he could have the rest of the day off. Domino sent my driver home? Yeah, wasn't that nice? Gladys. Gladys? Is that a German name? Oh, no. My roots lie not in any earthly nation's soil. I am an elemental spirit summoned up from the land of the dead itself and given one purpose, one skill, one desire to drive or to change oil and adjust timing belts if no driving jobs are open. Looks like I need a new driver. Oh, I, uh, I, uh, I would agree with that. Yes, you do. You want to be my replacement driver? Me? Oh, oh, no. Sorry. Can't. Rules. Come on, Gladys. I need you to be my driver. No, I can't. I'm, I'm, I'm too big. You're not too big. The cars are just too small. Yeah, those dang compact cars. Hey, that gives me an idea. I could alter your car just a bit with just a quick torch job to let out the seams, you know? But I'm not allowed to modify the cars without a work order from upstairs. I could lose my job. A work order, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't torch anything bigger than a cigarette without one of these signed by the boss himself. Hey, that's my line. Getting people to sign. Back in a snap. Yeah, too small. I'm not too big. Everything around here is just too small. Gladys squeezes back into the shed, and Manny heads back to Ava to get that work order signed. He needs to get to that gazpacho poisoning ASAP or Domino's going to steal all his commission. I can't find my driver. Manny, do I have to explain your job to you again? No, but I like to hear your description of it, just for kicks. Well, the Manuel Calavera that I know picks up people in the land of the living. Dead people? Preferably. And he brings them here and tries valiantly to sell them the best travel package they qualify for. If he sells them enough premium packages, our hero will be free to leave the land of the dead. Until then, he and I are stuck here, having the same conversation over and over again for eternity. She mindlessly files her nails as they talk. What if we just skip town tonight? You and me, baby. Well, thanks for the offer, but we'd never make it out of the city alive. But... In one piece, I mean. I bet I could get you out if I really tried. Oh, Manny, look at you. You're a trapped soul and you don't even know it. And then Manny remembers that he has a job to do. He takes out the work order and shows it to Ava. Ava, I really need the boss to sign this work order. I'll give it a shot. Mr. Copel, I've got Manny Calavera out here to see you. Didn't I say no interruptions today? Eh, sorry, Cal. Maybe tomorrow. That's too late. Oh, yeah, like you're going anywhere. Manny is not one to give up so easily, though. 
And if that means he has to break into his boss's office to get it signed, he's gonna do it. So he goes down out to street level, where he remembers that it's the Day of the Dead. There's a big festival going on with huge floats and a mariachi band and all kinds of stands and food out and and one annoyed looking clown tying balloons and this piques Manny's curiosity. So he goes to see what's up with the clown. Hey, what's going down, clown? Hey, back off, suit. I'm practicing. Practicing what? Wringing your neck. What does it look like? Manny points to one of the balloon animals that he's already made. Twist me up one of them, huh, fella? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twist this, all right? He makes an obscene gesture. Bet you can't do a cat. Shows what you know, buddy. I can do anything. I can do birds, amphibians, famous poets. Go ahead. Name one. Manny thinks about it. Robert Frost. Trying to stump me, eh? The clown makes an elaborate show of twisting something up. Ta-da! And it's actually just a cat in the end. Manny loses interest, but he makes a mental note of the clown. He might be able to help later. But he has to do a little breaking and entering first. So he walks down an alley where he finds a rope made of ugly ties strung together. And so, of course, he starts climbing. And the rope leads straight to a ledge outside his boss's office. The window's open, so Manny climbs in. The place is trashed with empty whiskey bottles and food wrappers. This place is a mess. But Manny makes a beeline for his computer for some smoothing. It looks like Don's rigged his computer to automatically answer his intercom. Manny scrolls through the options, and there are some colorful ones that Don has recorded. I'll just change his auto-response here. Ava, please! I need a little time alone! Manny considers keeping it, just because it's hilarious, but he finds another one that will probably work better. Ah, Christ, Ava! Just sign it yourself, will you? I'm busy! That's the ticket. So back at Ava's desk, Manny tries again. Ava, I really need the boss to sign this work order. I'll give it a shot. Mr. Copel, Mr. Calavera has something out here that he says he needs your signature on. Ah, oh, cripes, Ava! Just sign it yourself, will you? I'm busy! She rolls her eyes and signs the work order. You'll have to excuse him, Manny. It's probably a really hard crosswood puzzle he's got in there today. She hands the work order back. Eva, I'm impressed. I had no idea you had this kind of power. Well, we all have our secrets. She tries lighting a cigarette. Manny leans in and lights it for her. Back in the garage, Gladys has torn the roof off of the company car so he can just barely fit in now. They say black is slimming. I'm driving! Yeah! I'm driving! Gladys loves it, but the car is struggling. 
faster than this. Ugh, híjole, I'm gonna miss the poisoning. Finally, they arrive in the land of the living, where he sees Domino driving away with a client that could have been his. Domino. still give me the creeps. The people here, at least to Manny's eyes, are horrors. Look at these poor saps. They look like Picasso monsters with eyes and ears and mouths that are all mixed up. Smiles as bright and wide as the blade on my scythe. But Manny doesn't have time to gawk. He takes out his scythe, goes to the body bag on the floor, and cuts it open. and a small, grumpy man pops out. Nice bathroom! Gladys drives them back slowly. But we offer several travel package upgrades if you care to... Cut the yap! I want something cheap where I can get some rest, and that's it! Ay ay ay. You know, Manny, I could make this car a little faster if you wanted. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Oh yeah, slam the front into the weeds, tub the rear end, do blowers, pop it out of the hood. You'll get plenty of rest this way, Mr. Martinez, and you'll be safely padded by the foam created when these two chemicals mix like this. Bruno's in a coffin. Oh, second thought, I want to upgrade my package. And it starts filling up Sorry, with foam. Sorry, Bruno, but you didn't qualify for anything better. But here. Have this complimentary mug. No, wait! Uh, can't you find me something where I can move my legs? You know I'd like to, Bruno. But my boss is a real hard ass. Just then. I gotta be a hard ass when I got lazy sickle waivers like this jolly boy working for me. He walks in. Manny, you couldn't find a sale at a yacht club. I got a sale right here. I'm talking premium sales, Calavera. Like the kind Domino makes. How am I supposed to make premium sales with the scumbag clients you're sending me? Hey! Now you're blaming the clients? I've had it with you, Manny. If you haven't bagged a premium before the next sales report comes in, you're out! Out on the street! No job! No way to work off your time! Just your fancy suit and your big smile and a whole lot of time to kill! He slams the door behind him. Who you calling a scumbag? Why I oughta- Manny buries Bruno in foam. Sick of waiting around for a good lead. Like it's gonna fly in here tied to a brick? It's time to take one. And so Manny starts scheming. He needs a plan. The first step is to go back upstairs and chat with Ava more. Hey, you missed a great poisoning. Yeah, and you missed a great client. Domino came back from there with a nun. Híjole, I got a tiny little man with a mean temper and no commission. Well, at least you don't work for one. His rival, Domino, is in his office, punching a speed bag over and over again. Well, at least you're not hitting the bottle anymore. Hey, Callie, how you doing? So, how'd you make out of the poisoning? Well, let's just say that Sister Calabaza has a secret passion. He dramatically takes his mouth guard out. 
for trains. You got a nun? Hail Mary. And you sold her a ticket on the number nine train. Choo choo, little buddy. He puts it back in and goes back to his speed bag. Say, how'd you score? I got two nuns, actually. Hey, that reminds me of this really funny joke. Heard it. I want to ask you a question. Shoot, slugger. Is it hard to kiss up to the boss so much when you got no lips? Hey, I got all the lip I need. I get it from you. Before he goes, there's something Manny has to get to the bottom of. Why do you get all the good clients? You're asking the wrong guy. You should be taking a good long look at the man in the mirror. No thanks. I don't enjoy that the same way you do. Well, that's all I wanted to ask. For now. Well, kid, come back anytime you feel like continuing your education. He should really go at this point, but... I want to punch you in the mouth. Oh, no, not the Christmas party all over again. Manny can't help himself. What happened at the Christmas party? Blacked out on the whole thing, huh? Maybe you should switch to lemonade, kid. And finally, he puts an end to his abuse. Well, see you in limbo. Oh, that's great. We should do this more often. Back in the lobby... Manny runs into this giant, purple, gorilla-looking demon, muttering to himself. I'll never get out of this place. <sighs> you and your fancy suits and your nose holes way up in the air, sticking your empty beer bottles down the message tubes. How fancy is that? Huh? Don't you boys upstairs realize the tube switcher is a sophisticated and delicate piece of machinery? Huh? You think you're better than me? No. Good. The purple gorilla demon stomps away. And now, humiliated by his rival, chewed out by his boss and with his back against the wall, it's time for Manny to really get to work. He needs that premium client, but it might take a little bit of trickery. So he goes back to the festival to get a little help from his old friend, the sarcastic clown. My kid uh, wants another balloon animal. Ah, jeez, what now? A dead worm. Heck, that's easy. So he gives him an uninflated balloon, exactly what he wanted. There's no limit on those. And he could always use a spare. Do you have any more dead worms back there? Well, sure. And that's all he needed. But Manny, being the friendly travel salesman he is, hangs back and gives the lonely clown some company. Some festival, huh? Yeah, yeah, pretty busy. My carpal tunnel syndrome's really acting up. But you don't have any tendons. Yeah, well, you don't have a tongue, but that doesn't seem to shut you up now, does it? I have to go. That sound makes me want to kill somebody. You too? With his two balloons in hand, Manny's crackpot plan to steal a premium client is underway. Back in the coffin room, where Manny just finished packing up Bruno, he kicks off phase two of his plan. Filling up his balloons with packing foam. He fills up the second balloon and heads back to his office, where his plan is to stuff them in the tube of the pneumatic messaging system. Manny, as it turns out, is a saboteur. He shoves the first one in the tube and sends the capsule off. <laughs> Look out below. 
it explodes in the system, gunking it up, but it seems to still be working, so he tries another one. That doesn't sound good. And so it's on to phase three, where it is going to be very important for him to grab a deck of cards. Better take these cards. It looks like a long day of solitaire for me. Back in the hallway, Manny sees Ava again. Server's down again. What else is new? He takes out one of the cards and uses it on the hole puncher. Manny, what are you doing? Just marking cards, honey. So Manny heads down to the server room, where the tube switcher is completely full of his packing foam. For the next phase of his plan, Manny grabs a nearby fire extinguisher, but the purple gorilla demon stops him. You trying to blow this joint sky high? That's a magnesium compound fire extinguisher! Spray that on this packing foam, and we'll both be riding the giant Roman candle out of here! What? Why would they put something so dangerous in here? I guess they didn't expect this room to be full of hazardous waste! Manny keeps the fire extinguisher anyway, but gets another idea. He clicks the lock to the server room, so when the gorilla tries to leave, the door won't lock. I've just locked an open door. Strange, yet symbolically compelling. While Manny is pondering the philosophy of locking an open door, the gorilla is trying desperately to fix the tube switcher. Eventually, he throws his hands in the air and packs up. Good enough for government work. It's not pretty, but messages are going through again. The gorilla storms off, leaving Manny alone with complete access to the tube switcher. And the gorilla was right. This is a sophisticated piece of machinery. Messages are shooting through tubes all around him as a mechanical arm tries desperately to route them to the right people in the right tubes. Manny studies it for a moment, and just at the right time, he sticks his marked card into a tube to stop one of the messages. He pops open the message and gives it a read. Mercedes Colomar, client number 9308, blah, 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 died of chickenpox, time of death, yada, yada, yada. Aha, positive attributes, volunteered time reading stories to dying children. That's good. That's really good. I think you're it, Mercedes Colomar. I think you're the one for me. Back in the garage, Manny sees that Gladys has been busy with some upgrades to the car. Gladys, are you loco? What got into you? That was a company car. Oh, yeah. And it's even better company now! I'm in! <laughs> this time, they shoot down the highway like a rocket, swerving as they fly past Domino's car. Manny unzips her body bag. You're not the nurse? And smiles down at her. No. With kind eyes. You're not here to give me my medication? No, but I am here to ease your pain. Guess they couldn't save me, huh? No. But there's still a chance you could save me. And then back in his office. That's a lot of responsibility, Mr. Calaveda. What makes you think I've been all that good? Miss Colomar. Meche, please. Meche, 
I can see it in your face and in your file here, where it says you're entitled to a first-class ticket to... He checks his computer, but... Nowhere? He gets an error. What? Did I do something wrong? Not according to your bio. It was spotless. At least the part I read was... I'm not sure I like the implication, Mr. Calavera. Meche shoots him a suspicious look. The only implication here is that I'm fired. Is it something I did? Are you sure you're Mercedes Colomar? Yes. Would you like to see my birthmark? Manny shakes his head. Maybe later. Well, hurry up, because it's going to be cremated soon. Anything about your past you haven't told me? Quite a bit, considering I've told you nothing. Did you kill much when you were alive? Very little. Never killed anybody? I have to confess, I never killed anybody. Not even a teensy bit of killing? Maybe I just wasn't trying hard enough. Manny shrugs and keeps digging. Were you a big shoplifter? Well, they accused me of it once. Really? But it wasn't my fault. That puppy followed me out of the store. Oh. Mean to animals? Oh no, I love animals. Once, when I was volunteering at an animal shelter, I... Just stop right there. Ever cheated on your taxes? I've never paid taxes in my life. Aha! Uh -huh. I've never made enough money to be taxed. You know, it's mostly been all volunteer work. Uh-huh. At this point, Manny gets desperate. Litter? Oh, Manny, is that the best you can do? Ever cheated on your husband? Mr. Calavera, there's no ring on my finger. There's no skin on it either. I guess you'll just have to trust me then. Work with me, Meche. Give me some dirt. Well, I could do something bad right now if that would help. Wouldn't count. Sorry. I give up. Don't say that, Manny. Excuse me, but I have to go straighten this mess out. Sorry to be so much trouble, Mr. Calavera. It's no trouble, but please, call me Manny. Manny leaves the office, leaving Meche alone, her head hung low and looking despondent. I'm sorry I let you down, Manny. Back in the hallway, Manny heads for his boss's office. But before he can open the door, he bursts out. Hey, funny bones! In my office! Now! You vandalized company property in order to obtain secret information so you could take your illegally modified company car and your unregistered driver and run Domino here off the road! All in order to steal a client from her legitimate agent! There's nothing legitimate about this place. You give all the good clients to Domino. Manny, now I'm embarrassed for you. You've embarrassed the whole office. I'm going to call the woman in here so you can apologize to her yourself. Ava, send in Ms. Colomar, please. She left about 15 minutes ago, sir. She said she had a long walk ahead of her and she wanted to get started. Walking? She had a ticket on the number nine. Why does she think she has to walk? That's the best package I could find for <laughs> Now you see why I give all the good clients to Domino. Domino snickers under his breath. That woman was a saint and a shoo-in for a double-end ticket that she's not going to get because you just couldn't find it. And now, because of your little stunt, she's out there, on her own, walking by herself through the petrified forest, facing the demons of the underworld, alone and unprotected. This is her reward after a lifetime of hardship and public service? Her destiny stolen by some overreaching salesman looking for a fat commission he didn't deserve! He throws Manny in a storage closet. Get in there and stay put until the boys downtown tell us what they want done with you. Someone's gonna take the fall for this, Calavera, and it ain't gonna be me! He slams the door and locks it behind him. 
Manny's fuming and disgusted with the corruption of this place, but he has to find a way to prove it. So he does what any good film noir anti-hero would do. He lights a cigarette and broods. As he takes a long drag on his cigarette, Manny tries to piece the puzzle together. He keeps getting terrible clients who don't qualify for anything. And then he finally meets Meche, a client he had to steal to get, a client who was an actual saint. And she still didn't qualify for anything? It doesn't make any sense. But then, a shadow appears under the door. Hey, is anybody out there? The shadow moves closer. So, Manuel. Have you thought about what you have done? Who's out there? I'm you, or rather, I was you years ago. Yeah, well, I'm me now, so get lost. But on second thought, Manny wants answers. What are they gonna do to me? I don't want to alarm you, Agent Calavera, but have you ever seen a man sprout it? Manny shrugs his shoulders. No, I don't go to those parties anymore. Then you don't know. There's nothing more horrible than the bite of the sprouter. Its deadly stinger spreads a green disease through every calcified pore on your body, leaving you veined with roots and flocked with grass, steadily growing thicker and thicker until you crash and bloom out in a horrifying bouquet of pain and fragrant suffering, screaming until your mouth fills with petals and your nostrils shoot out thorny stems and the bulbs sprout in your eyes, leaving you nothing but a patch of wildflowers on the ground swarming with butterflies. Are you done? Yes. No, I've never seen that. The shadow remains. Get me out of here. The only way out, Manuel, is to be taken back in. If you are truly still loyal to this company, declare it loudly. The management might hear and stick you right back in their fold. Manny considers. Yeah? Well, I got something they can stick in their fold. You have to try harder than that, Manuel. A man's loyalties decide his destiny. So Manny reconsiders. The DOD runs a crooked game, and I intend to prove it. You would do that? That could cause this agency a lot of trouble. But Manny is sure. I'm going to blow the lid off this place, young man. You are an enemy of the Department of Death. He opens the door. Welcome to the club, Salvador Limones and guest. Thanks for listening to episode one of Grim Fandango on Let's Listen. The man who let Manny out of the closet is a tall skeleton with a strong jaw and dressed in a green military uniform with a matching beret. He looks like a revolutionary. And when he says Salvador Limones and guest, he's speaking to a hidden camera in front of a secret passage to his underground headquarters. Manny has unwittingly joined the revolution. Next time on Let's Listen, see how far down the corruption really goes at the Department of Death and find out if Manny's able to escape it and save Meche, who's lost and alone wandering through the petrified forest. If you like the show, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. That really helps. And follow the podcast on social media. I'm at Let's Listen Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. I post regular behind-the-scenes content and teasers about the episodes. And I always love to hear from fans. 
Again, my name is Sam, and this has been episode one of Grim Fandango on Let's Listen. See you next time.